Hey, 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 family, and welcome to the Six Figure Saints podcast. I am so excited for today. I'm your host, Isis Brianna, and this is the podcast where you and other entrepreneurs learn how to build your brand, business, bank account, and faith all at the same time. We are merging the Bible and your business to make sure that you are able to become a six-figure saint. And just so you know, the six figures and six-figure saint does not just stand for six-figure years. It can be six-figure days, six-figure months, six-figure hours. Whatever you are believing to happen in your business, it can and will happen. But most importantly, the six figures signifies to me wealth. Wealth in your heart, your mind, and your spirit, because that is what is most important when you're running your business as a six-figure saint. With that being said, let's get into today's podcast. I am so, so, so hyped for this episode because it is the first ever Six Figure Saints podcast episode. In each episode, we are going to take a scripture, break it down, learn how to apply it to our business, and then you're going to get homework so that you can keep yourself accountable. Now, the scripture that I chose today, I believe it is perfect for the first episode because it's all about committing your life to Jesus Christ and committing everything you do to Christ. And that is what it's all about. When you're building your business, I always say that you need to put people before profits. So I think that this scripture is so perfect. Now, with all that being said, without further ado, let's get into the scripture for the week. And it is Proverbs chapter 16, verse 3. If you know me, you know that I am just a little bit extra (laughs) and I like to do the most with everything I do. So I am actually going to read this scripture to you four times because you know how the Bible is. Each version seems to hit different, okay? So the first version that we're going to read is the easy version. And it says, if you bring your ideas to the Lord, he will help you to do them well. Come on now. Come on. Can I get an amen? (laughs) The second version we are going to read is the NIV version. And it says, commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. I think that one is pretty dope. And then we also have the message version, which says, put God in charge of your work. Then what you have planned will take place. And then finally, I think this may be my favorite version of this scripture is the ERV version of the Bible that says, turn to the Lord for help in everything you do and you will be successful. And I think I love that version of the scripture so much because it literally gives you your game plan for success in one sentence. (laughs) It tells you right there, if you turn to the Lord with everything, then you are going to be successful. There's no questions asked. We all know the word is true, right? And it tells you right there. Now, when I was doing Bible study and I was looking at these different scriptures for the podcast and for this particular episode, There were three different words that stood out to me between each version. The first word that stood out to me is committing. 
and it says, commit your works to the Lord. And we use that word so much. And I was just thinking, what does that actually mean? And I looked it up and per Google, it just means to dedicate something or to be dedicated to something. And I know that sounds like such a simple definition, but I want you to actively pursue your relationship with God in everything you do. We are called to be dedicated, dedicated first and foremost to the Lord. Now, the next word that I really wanted to look up was establish. And this one actually kind of hit me in my chest. It made me take <laughs> a step back and really just sit and pray and be with the Lord again, because one of the versions of the scripture says, when you commit your word to the Lord, he will establish your plans. And we use the word establish so like willy nilly, we just use it in conversation. And I don't think most people really know what the definition of it is. So the first definition of establish is to set up on a firm or permanent basis. And let me break this down for you on why this made me literally weep. It says firm and permanent foundation. Now the word tells us directly that the Lord will establish our plans. If we read it in a different way, it means the Lord will set up our plans on a firm and permanent basis. Now, I don't know about you, but for me as an entrepreneur, I have gone through so many seasons where I won't say I necessarily doubted God, even though I have had those seasons, but I've gone through seasons where I'm questioning if I'm gonna be successful in the long run, if my business is sustainable, if this is what God really wants me to be doing forever, is this going to be something that is gonna help me build generational wealth? And the word tells me right there, just from me dedicating my work to the Lord, committing everything that I do to the Lord, it is going to be successful on a permanent basis. There's no more need for you or for me to worry about how successful or how long-term our business is going to be once we have committed it fully to the Lord and given him all of our works. Which leads me to the other word that really stood out to me, and that word is work. Work is probably a word that we use almost every day. I definitely say, oh my gosh, I have so much work to do. Uh, what are you working on today? I use it all the time, and I never once stopped to really think about what this word meant either. And one definition of the word that I love is... And it says, per Google, <laughs> activity involving physical or mental effort done in order to achieve a purpose or result. And the reason I really wanted to hone in on that definition for a second is because I think we always think of work in that physical effort way. Like, yes, I have stuff to do. I'm actively moving but we forget that it's also a mental activity to make sure that we are going to achieve a purpose or result. And the reason that's so important is because we always have these thoughts and plans and we have to commit those to the Lord too. We have to commit our mental activity, our thoughts, our ideas, those have to be dedicated to the Lord too. And so I want you to ask yourself, are you seriously 
dedicating all of your work to the Lord, not just praying before you make a post, not just making sure that this is something that aligns with God, but your thoughts as well and your ideas before they are published, are you giving those to the Lord too? Now, I don't want to talk your head off. It's easy for me to go into definition mode and teaching and lessons and all of that stuff because I was a teacher in my past life, but that's a conversation for another day. (laughs) But I want to give you a little bit of a story time. So listen up. This is around like 2016, 2017, and I call myself having a huge crush on this guy that I went to church with. And from the outside looking in, he was like the best package. He was funny, he was cute, he had good skin. You could tell that he brushed his teeth. (laughs) Cause you know, some folks, they don't look like they brushed their teeth. (laughs) You can tell that he was taking care of himself and he was just an all around good person. But like I said, from the outside looking in, he was such a godly man. And I remember talking to my friend and I said, hey girl, I like this guy. I have a crush on him. I think he's so great. Like everybody at church loves him. But when we're together, he doesn't really seem to pray over me. He doesn't really seem to lead me as a godly man. He just doesn't seem to live up to what I expected a godly man to be. And I remember her looking at me with such a fierce face and said, Isis, you have to realize that not every good man is a godly man. And I will never, ever, ever forget that because I started applying that one sentence to every single part of my life. I had to realize that not every good friend is a godly friend or a God-ordained friendship. Not every good idea is a God-ordained business idea. And when we're talking about really committing our lives and our business to the Lord, they have to be godly, not just good. If you've been around me for a little bit of time, you may remember another past life of mine (laughs) where I was a travel blogger and I loved traveling. I still do. But at the time, I was so unhappy with where I was in my career. I was looking for any and every way to make money. And so I decided to start a travel company and it was called Thrifty Travel Tribune. I made the Instagram page and it was actually growing really, really fast. I was posting daily tips on how to get cheap travel, how to pack your luggage, all of these things that avid travelers and other travel bloggers may need. And I started making pretty good money from it. Actually, I started having people reach out to me and ask me if I could plan their trips for them. And if you know me, I do not lowball myself with prices. So I was making a good amount of money. (laughs) But what I found was, and now looking back, I can see that was a really, really, really good business idea. It made such good money. It made other people happy, but it was not a God idea. It was not placed on my heart. I did not consult God in one instance. I never stopped to ask God if this is something that he wanted me to do. And because of that, I found myself being miserable with something that I thought that I loved. I woke up dreading having to post on that page. I was bored all the time. I hated getting DMs from people asking me to plan their trips. 
It was just stressful. I walked away every single day with a headache and it hit me one day that this was not God's plan for me. It may be his plan for somebody else, but I was turning somebody else's blessing into a burden. That's not the plan that God had for me. And so I want you to ask yourself, are you letting good ideas distract you from your godly potential? And what I mean by that is, are good things distracting you from the godly things that you could be doing and from your godly potential? Because everything that glitters is not gold. And it doesn't mean that it is a bad thing, but it just may not be the thing for you. And so I want to give you three ways that you can really commit your life and your business and your business plans, your marketing strategies, whatever you're doing in entrepreneurship and in your life, I want to give you three simple ways that you can apply it in your business. And then we're going to have some homework because I want to see you actually grow from this podcast. We are going to have some homework just to make sure that you are really applying this to your life. Now, the first thing you can do to commit your life, your work, your business to God is to first and foremost pray. I like to pray at the first of everything. And what I mean by that is the first of my day, the first of a month, the first of a new project like this podcast. I find that when I really dedicate the first of anything I do to the Lord, the God ideas start flowing after that. When I really take time to fast and pray at the beginning, I no longer have to stop and say, oh my gosh, is this what you want me to be doing, God? Is this really what you told me to do? Like I make sure that I am paying attention to exactly what he wants me to do. And so it's easy for me to accept great opportunities, but also turn down the things that are not for me. I will have ideas pop into my head midweek on a Wednesday afternoon. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is such a great business idea. Let me do it. And I have to stop and say, okay, but did God tell you to do this? Is this where he led you during your prayer time? Because I thought that he told you to focus on this this month, and now you're going into a different direction. So I want you to stop and pray at the first of everything. Start with your day. Start praying that you have discernment. Start praying that you have God ideas, creative ideas, things of the Lord. One of my favorite prayers to say is, Lord, I pray that today, no matter who I speak to, that you are the one speaking to me, through me, with me, and for me so that your will can be done in their life. So pray, 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 okay? (laughs) Oh, that rhymes. That should be a rapper. (laughs) Okay, the second thing that I want you to do is listen. I think that we have gotten much better as a society, as a Christian society with our prayer life because we have been in the hustle and bustle of building our businesses and doing all these different things that for a while, I just noticed that people weren't praying. But I feel like now we're doing so much better with praying, we're just not listening. And it reminds me of, have you ever had like a friend or somebody that you spoke to who talked and talked and talked and talked and you could never get a word in? They never listened to you. They never cared about your ideas. And after a while, you're like, 
why am I even friends with this person? <laughs> like, I can go get me some other homegirls. You feel me? And that's how I feel it's like when we go to God with prayer and then we just go about our day or we go about our life and we never give God the opportunity to actually respond to our prayers because we just don't listen. And so it may be a time where you are literally sitting in one prayer session and allowing him to speak to you in the next five minutes. It may be where you need to block off a full day after fasting just to listen to what the Lord has to say, but make sure that you are scheduling time in your day, in your life, in your week, whatever it may be for God to actually speak to you once you have prayed. And then my last tip for you today to make sure that you are dedicating your works, your life, everything that you do to Christ is to release all control. Let it go. Stop being a control freak. Stop feeling like you have to be the person to implement everything. Stop feeling like if you don't do it exactly your way, that is not going to work. Because what is the point of praying and listening if you're still going to be the person who is trying to implement everything? I need you for a second to just sit and chill out. Just chill out and let the Lord work in your life. And what I mean by that is there may be times where you find out that where the Lord is taking you is not a place that you want it to go. And you have to be okay with that and you have to be obedient with that. There have been many times where I thought I wanted to do another thing and God told me something totally different. Even with becoming a business coach, I had no idea that this is where I wanted to be. I thought I wanted to be some kind of app developer. I thought I wanted to be a travel blogger. I thought I wanted to be a photographer at one point. There were all these different things that I wanted to do. And the God that we know and serve said, look, honey, I have another plan for you. <laughs> so after you are praying and after you're listening, I want you to just release control to him. Now that goes into our homework for the week. If you are listening to this on the day that it drops, it is October 31st, 2021. And again, I thank you so much for listening. In the next week, we are going to be fasting, praying, and listening together. So your homework for this episode is to go to isisbriana.com slash seven days of listening. That's the number seven. Again, isisbriana.com slash seven days of listening and download your fasting guide because we are going to be fasting together over the first week of the month to make sure that we are dedicating our first to the Lord. And I want to see you grow. I want to hear your feedback. So if you love this episode, please share it with a friend, leave a review and let me know what your key takeaway was. And don't forget to download your homework so you can build your brand, business, bank account, and faith all at the same time. All right, Saint, thank you so much for listening to the Six Figure Saints podcast today. I pray that you have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day, night, afternoon, or whatever time of the day that you are listening to this podcast, and I will see you soon. Talk to you later.